Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm so thrilled to be here with you. So what are we going to talk about today? There's just so many possibilities. So um, something just popped into my head, and I want to go with it. And um, it's this idea that we are creators. We are creators. We are co-creators. We co-create with all that is to bring in that which has never been before. Beyond our wildest dreams, right? We do this. This is what we came here to do. It's for the purpose of expanding consciousness. Now, consciousness is far beyond our idea of the little mind, of the, of the mind that uh, knows knows right it's beyond that consciousness is the is the zhuzh it's the it's the essence of all it's the essence of everything that is so there's consciousness in space there's consciousness in other planets and it's the it's the um ah it's the energy of all you know it's the syrup it's the yumminess so um we want to expand that consciousness we do it in this medium of reality matrix reality that is this pseudo physical dimension and this is where we do the creating because it's in this reality that we can forget it's in this reality that we can remember who we are engage who we are we can use ego ego doesn't exist outside of this plane so um we uh yes 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 so um let's let's consider that we are creators, right? And I've seen, there are people that I follow and they blow my mind because they'll be rocking a business, really rocking it. They've got their funnel set up online and they've got a following, they've got tons of people. And every time they put out a program, they make $100,000 or more, right? Every time they put a program out, they're just chunking in the money, right? And I thought, wow, how successful. And then out of the blue, the person will suddenly be like, I'm not satisfied. I feel a calling to do something. This is not my highest calling. And they're doing it really well. But what they're doing in that process of having their system highly functioning is they're repeating the same thing over and over. And I get it. That's not creating. So they've expanded what they do as much as they can is to stay in alignment with who they are. But it reaches a point where it's... It's just done. It's time for something new because the something new from its birth to from nothing to something is greater than the latest expansion on your latest business. Now, isn't that wild? The great, the, the expansion of something from nothing. I mean, that is the birthing process. That is that creative explosion of beingness. It's, it's greater than taking a current business and expanding it, like bringing in new products or um, bringing in new ideas. That is nothing compared to the birth, the birth of something new. So we long, as creators, we long for those moments of, of that creative zhuzh, you know, that woof, 
You know, we want that. And when we are in management, um, maintenance type of situation with our businesses, it doesn't matter how much money it's making. It doesn't matter. We feel lack. We feel this longing for something more. And it is that creative yumminess. That's what we long for. So I've seen these women who I, and men too, who I admire so much, follow their work, love their work. You know, I purchase their work and I see them just suddenly out of the blue change trains. They just get on a different train. They, they change gears. They sell off the old business or they just collapse it. And it blows my mind. And I'm so proud of them. Like I am so happy and proud of them because I get it. And they are setting the bar for what we're all capable of doing, saying, even though this pays the bills, even though this brings in abundance and prosperity, it is not my true calling and I must follow the calling. I must follow the inspired action. How amazing is that? So um, this is honestly like where I go to right now. This is coming up (laughs) because I want you to recognize that there is a difference between maintenance and, um, and I I almost want to say growing a business, the maintenance and the, um, care of and uh, management is different than being a creator. And if you're listening to this video, this podcast, you're probably, you're probably a creator. And you're probably longing for that creative process. And um, when we jump into that, we feel more alive and blissed out than any other time. It is just, I mean, I'm getting excited just talking about it. I'm getting goosebumps. It is such a magical thing. And if you know deep down you're a creator, but you have no idea, you have to ask for help. You have to ask for assistance. Even if you just ask in your morning affirmations or prayers or your prayer at your meal, if you do such a thing, or if you just ask in your car to your inner self on the way to work today, ask for guidance to find that which you came here to create, that you can run into it. You might have forgotten that you love music. You might have forgotten how you wanted to learn to do art. You had this like hunger for art. You know, I've seen people who have no background in art just suddenly feel this calling and they just leap in. They don't get any sort of um, guidance in the sense of like no training, nothing. And they just start making art and they make amazing art. And I can't recommend it enough. Um, when I um. When I go in to my classes to teach, my <clears throat> I am a natural teacher, but I teach from a place of inspired action. So it, there's no formula. There's no, this is how I do it. It's totally inspired. And I meet each person where they are. And I wait for their invitation to tell me where they want to go. And then I assist them by making a a simple, effortless process to engage in what they want. We only have an hour per class. So I want to make it as fruitful as possible for every student. And so I do that by staying fully alert and engaged. I clean up after them. I fetch supplies for them. I give them technique. 
um, advice. I pull books off shelves to show them examples. <coughs> I pull out other students' artwork and I do demos. And all of this, it's just so much fun. So um, this is, uh, yeah, and um, there's just always an adventure, right? There's always an adventure in that. <sighs> wow. Wow. Okay, so I want you to feel the difference of this idea of being a creator and being a manager, all right? So feel the difference. Like a manager, like I create spaces for people to grow in, whether it's an art growth, a spiritual growth, emotional growth, I create spaces for people to grow in. That's one of my gifts. And I also hold space. So to me, those are very lovely combo. I can hold space energetically, um, but I create the spaces for people to enter, to be vulnerable in, to be love in, to be open in, and um, to explore themselves. So this is what I do. Now, management is cleaning these spaces. Management is uh, putting out the marketing for people to know I'm there. Management is taking care of the websites that let people know that I'm there. Management is uh, booking and um, maintaining the uh, customer relationships. So that is all management. And I find that I'm doing it, but I'm doing it with a lot of help from the universe because it's all inspired action. I'm not a professional at it. I know there's a lot to it that I could be doing differently, and I'm not. And I'm just not even... I'm not even um, worried about it because I know it's not what I do and I don't want to get bogged down with it and then have to like throw, you know, the, um, what do they say? The, um, <laughs> I don't know, the eggs out with the water. I don't know. There's some saying, I don't want to have to throw it all away. You know, I love what I'm creating and I would love to invite someone else in to, who loves to manage to do the management part of it. I just think that would be phenomenal. So, um, let's see now we're covering this idea of creative. So when you are a creator and when you are creating and you're doing it and you're getting, you know, this high from it, this blissed out high from it, you are operating at your highest frequency. And as we create, we are in a position to continue our personal expansion as we create and we expand, we can feel very, very obviously where the areas in our life are that are heavy, that are weighted, that are stagnant, that are sticky, that are in resistance, that, that just don't, don't, um, don't, aren't a match. They just aren't a match anymore for the authenticity of who we are. They don't match our truth anymore. And so those are the areas that we make a practice of now, and I say practice because it's like when you see it, you do it. You don't like uh, resist it, you don't beleaguer it, you don't drag on with it, because you know that if you hold on to that resistance, you're not going to expand. And the expansion is so electric and beautiful and fun. It is the greatest wave to ride. So this stickiness, we make a practice of releasing it. We honor it. We are grateful. We are, we are, what is it called? It's, um, we bless and release. We are grateful receivers of what it offered. And now we release it as we move forward. Now, isn't that similar to what I told you that these 
mentors of mine that I've followed online do. And it's not just online. I've seen people do this in other areas. But um, they are grateful for what that business gave them. They don't have to judge it as a bad thing to walk away from it. No, they're madly grateful for what it brought them. Abundance and opportunity and new friends and you name it, it brought it. They are so grateful for that. And just because they're grateful for it doesn't mean they have to hold on to it. This is the name of the game. It's just recognizing that we are in a reality that we um, <clears throat> do not want to be attached to things, to businesses, to people, to opportunities, to money, to food. We want to release those attachments and allow flow, allow just this ongoing expansion and shifting and undulation of this reality to happen in our lives. I love this. I listened to a guy, I think it was last night or this morning, and he was talking about the fact that we're in a time period in this experience on earth where we have to let go of attachment to all worldly things. And I get that. Absolutely. Like, it's funny because I left my computer on the island when I was there and I didn't, I could have run back and got it. We were near the dock, but I just said, no, no, I'm not that attached. I'll figure another way out. So then I remembered my daughter had my other computer and it still had my stuff on it. So I'm using that computer. So if the quality is different this week, it's because of that. Go figure, huh? And uh, it's like, but attachment is everything. It's the people in our lives. Are you attached to them? Do you need them? Or do you love having them around and they're just the icing on a cake? Do you um, love having your phone but or do you need it? You know, could you go a day without? You know, I just love the idea of walking away from it all. I love it. And I think that that is a big part. And somehow either, either I came fully um, aligned with having no fear of death and then that released my t t like my um my uh, connectedness to all these physical things or maybe I reprogram my mind to let go of all the physical things and not have an attachment and then that allowed me to not even have attachment to this body hence no fear of death I don't know I don't know. It's not important to me, but I do know that it's all flow. And when we begin to recognize that everything is transition, even going from a body to nobody, that is a transition from a house to an apartment, from my parents' house to college, from marriage to single, from single to marriage. These are all just transitions. From, you know, uh, mommy, you know, with child in the house to mommy without child in the house. These are all just transitions that we go through. So it's, it's a good time to just honor that you are a creator. And as a creator, there's always going to be flux. There's always going to be change. And it's up to you to recognize, are you being a manager today or are you being a creator? Have you fallen into a trap of having to care for something you created long after you should have let it go, long after it should have left the nest, let someone else have at it. Let someone else who will love it and cherish it bring it to the world and you get back to the creative process. This is why we are here and it's what we came to do and it is important. Even if creating the next is, seems so insignificant to what you had, but your identity is not what you have created. 
Your identity is just that you are a light. You are a creator and you came here to do that. That's, that is your identity. You are a creator. Your consciousness, your pure consciousness. So it's time for us to honor that and stop being attached to everything as a definition of who we are. Because that is really what this society tells us to do. And it's time to just say, no, thank you. No, thank you. No more. I don't need it. I don't want it. <laughs> I love my life. I'm going to keep creating. All right. Have a wonderful day. Bye now. Mwah. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.